One, two, three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. Uh, it's your host, Scott Needham. Uh, Amazon seller, sometimes trying to be an Amazon professional. Well, I'm actually always trying to do that. Um, so there's a new, uh, there's always new issues coming on the, the marketplace. If you pay attention, you read between the lines, like Amazon does things and they sometimes they do things that impact everyone. Uh, there was something that kind of took me by surprise last year when Amazon started talking about insurance uh, that they, some of it was like a fairly stern language saying that you need to uh, have business insurance. I have a guest with me, someone that really knows a lot about this situation. I've learned a lot about it. I have a, my reselling business, my bigger business, Buy Boxer. We already had insurance for like a lot of other reasons because, you know, we have a lot of employees and, um, and we have bank loans and whatever, like insurance was already needed. But our private label, we didn't have insurance. And I think there's some interesting things that have happened to Amazon in the last year or two, where they're like, they're like fed up with like these private label randos showing up without insurance. But um, I found a really interesting solution. Uh, someone reached out to me and uh, can't wait to uh, to go over this. So I have with me Amit Batsir from Spot, uh, spotme.com. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Scott. Thank you All so right. Much. So your background is super interesting and also your knowledge on like, you know, some of the stories that have come out of this. Um, so just tell me a little bit more where you come from and uh, your new unique solution. And uh, before, you know, people uh, get, think this is a boring solution. At the end of the day, I'm going to tell you why they have actually a very affordable solution that it was by far the best offers that we saw in insurance. So um, uh, now, uh, Amit, tell me about your background. Thank you, Scott. Uh, so I started 20 years ago working with data. Uh, and I find out that everything that has data involved in it is actually very interesting. Uh, and insurance is no, no different. Uh, we thought at the beginning that it's going to be uh, quite boring, uh, but we found out that it's a super, super interesting uh, domain. Um, Spot started about a year ago, um, building financial solutions for Amazon sellers. Uh, we started here in Israel, in Tel Aviv. That's where we're located. Uh, and we also uh, started working with the US market uh, only recently. Um, we understand that data is a key for a lot of different things for sellers, for financial solutions. And insurance is probably one of the most uh, interesting ones. And um, I was challenging a, bit, a little bit before recording and we like, okay, you say data, but like, what do you mean by that? And um, have exactly the answers that uh, really helped make sense is I think there's uh, some data expertise on their team that uh, I probably wouldn't fully understand, <laughs> um, but that they they really are, you know, being an, an all encompassing uh, solution specifically with the with the the idea of ensuring products that we sell, you really kind of have to know about that product. And how do you know about a product on Amazon? Um, and, uh, like, like what types of data do you have? You have like the subcategory, you have, uh, some, sometimes there's information about the manufacturer, the materials, and, and there's actually even more that you're incorporating. Yeah. Tell, tell yeah, what, what other, what other data points are you looking at? 
So we're trying to to basically tell the story of of the seller of uh, of the the one person of Scott selling his private label and what exactly uh, is there and what's the risk for the specific product that he's selling, not for like he sells baby toys or he sells clothes because there are so many nuances. And data is a perfect way to to convey. Um, so we use like like you said categories. This is super important, but not at a very high level. But what exactly are you selling? Uh, what kind of manufacturer are you using? What do your customers think and say about you? Uh, and we take it all together and basically try to tell your story to uh, to the insurance uh, carriers. Um, insurance carriers, by the way, find it hard to work with SMBs, generally speaking. Uh, and when it comes to e-commerce SMBs, who sells only five, 10, 15 products, it make it so much more difficult for them. Um, and technology is the key here. Taking one store, once taking Scott's store, telling, okay, he sells product A, B, and C. We want to make sure that every insurance policy covers that exactly. And it doesn't pay more than he needs to pay just because he's um, misclassified or anything like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I love that you're using a lot of different data sources, looking at even reviews to be like, okay, are people talking about this hair dryer? What kind of issues do, could happen? Um, yeah. But let's actually also explain Amazon's background in this. So, very publicly, Amazon's been sued for stuff that's been sold on their platform. And yeah. some of these sues get really awkward in terms of who's actually responsible. Um, for something bad happening. Um, yes, it, it was sold on Amazon's platform, Amazon's marketplace, but when they don't own the brand, um, it gets a little bit fuzzy of like, who is responsible? And, you know, we always like to blame the big bad guy, like the, the, the company with all the money and not the, not the mom and pop shop. But at some point, like, you know, Amazon just has to figure this, the situation out. Yeah, uh, they did. And I think that they found a really clever solution. Uh, so first, they wanted to make sure that if there is a claim, it's been taken care of. Amazon makes always makes sure uh, that the buying customer gets the best service possible uh, and use this line to build products and use this line to work with third-party sellers. Um, and in this case, they wanted to make sure that if something goes wrong, if someone has a claim, then he is covered. And they did it in a very clever mechanism, I think. They first said, we are going to build two-tier solution. If, if the claim is up to $1,000, we, Amazon, are going to take care of it. Uh, no hassle for uh, the seller, no hassle for the customer. He's just going to get his money back as long as the, the claim is justified. But if the claim is above $1,000, we want to make sure that the customer gets the best service possible, we, Amazon, are not paying for it, but the third-party seller is. So uh, we want to make sure that he is insured, we are insured, Amazon appears on a, uh, on a policy that covers everything that happens to the customer. Uh, and to tie it together, they basically said, if you want to be eligible for the A to Z guarantee of claims up to $1,000, you need to make sure that you have uh, a proof of insurance uh, uploaded into your um, Amazon account. Um, so that sounds like kind of like an incentive yeah. to, to sellers to be insured. They're not forcing it. Not right? yet. Not yet. They're not forcing insurance. So right now, if you don't have insurance, you know, there, it, it still is that gray area of who actually is covering the claim 
Yes and no. Um, they started threatening about not having insurance and, you know, one day they can just suspend you. Uh, and in this case, you might find yourself struggling to find insurance and out of business for a certain amount of time, which is not good. Uh, but I think even more than that, if you are a private label seller and you are the actual manufacturer of what you're selling, you do want to make sure that you recover in case something goes wrong. If your hair uh, dryer catches a fire, you want to make sure that you have insurance in place, right? Um, because Amazon also incentivizes uh, customers to, to make claims now. Uh, they make it an easy process. Uh, they want to make sure that they get the best, um, the best, the best possible uh, answer for their uh, problems. Um, and in this case, you want to make sure that you are covered as a seller because one large claim and you can be out of business. And that's so there's a, a slight difference between someone that's reselling a product mm -hmm. and someone yeah. that is a private label. Can you yeah. uh, differentiate between those two? Of course, uh, th th that's also, by the way, uh, represents itself in the prices of policies. So if you are a reseller and you're selling some brand, uh, in most cases, the brand has insurance for whatever they're selling. And if someone sues you, you can basically have a back-to-back -back, uh, claim against uh, the, the brand and they will take care of take care of it. If you're a private label, you don't have anyone else to defer the, the, the claim to. Um, and again, like I said, in this case, you also want to make sure that, that you are covered. Um, so I just started mentioning prices. That's why usually uh, if you're thinking about um, resellers, um, the, the price, the policy price is in the few hundreds of dollars. Uh, and if we're talking about private labels, it's highly dependent on what they're selling and how much they're selling. But uh, a typical policy will be somewhere between $1,000 and $2,000. That's a typical policy. Yeah, um, that's actually what I found um, that, you know, I think when we approached some people, we were getting uh, offers for, you know, over $10,000 and to, to cover, you know, so much when fortunately we're not in these baby categories. We're just selling like sporting goods um, and home decor. Uh, so nothing touching a baby, nothing touching, um, uh, skin, uh, nothing, uh, uh, so yeah. a good, a good, a good, a good and easy, you know, categories to cover low risk profile. But of course, you know, even if you do have a higher risk, you still need to have answers to questions. I, I was actually selling, I'm in the process of selling a private label, uh, company mm -hmm. and like insurance comes up, like, you know, they want to. They want to know that, you know, this business is covered. This business is, uh, yeah, uh, not going to, not going to be a liability. Yeah. Uh, and I think by the way that, that, uh, the example you just said is a perfect example. Um, you know, what's one of the most risky categories on Amazon? Trampolines. Uh, what was that? Trampolines. Actually. Oh, and yeah. sport and other kinds of sport equipment like uh, weights and stuff like that that can actually cause physical damage. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes insurance carriers find find it really hard to differentiate between harmless sport equipment and something that can be potentially uh, dangerous. Um, so so I think th this is where granularity data uh, comes in. Um, if you're selling yo yoga mats. 
that's a completely different story than selling, well, trampolines or uh, unicycles. Yeah, I wonder what the lowest, what's the lowest risk? You, we, you know, we know the highest risk. What's the lowest risk? I think that yoga mats are probably there but what, somewhere. But what if you, uh, what if it, what if it tears while you're stretching and then like. No, no, you're right. I think the books, books, books. is, uh, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that that is interesting, you know, like trampolines. Uh, there's, yeah, I mean, everyone I know has a, a broken arm or leg story through trampolines. Even when you try and make them safe, um, they're just high movement. <laughs> I've seen so many people try and make their trampolines safer, and uh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, I don't think that many sellers today uh, take it into consideration where when they're oh, no. choosing which product to, uh, to you know, no, uh, no, to no. sell. Um, um, you, you know, someone that's like inexperienced when like they talk about like electronics or like baby and they don't have pause. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you should be like, OK, do I really want to go into this category? So um, interesting. Well, um, so you guys have a simple form that you fill out on your site that like, you know, you put in um, your, your business details. And then at the very end, you actually are kind of, uh, am I wrong? Like just kind of a broker. Once you have that data and then you, you actually give it to actual insurers who will, uh, you know, uh, take the conversation from there. Um, yes. And um then what's it like to finally like, you know, close the, the to, to, to get the, the insurance? Is this like a one conversation or five conversations with an insurer? What's so we are working really, really hard to make it one click experience for the customer uh, that it will, it will get everything. The customer will get everything digitally online get a quote, accept it, and that's it. Uh, we're working really hard uh, toward that. Um, hopefully it will be out uh, in the next quarter. That's that's what we're aiming for. Okay. Currently, currently uh, we're still working semi, uh, uh, on a semi-automated manner, meaning you, you, you will get a quote online, uh, but then you'll have to close the deal with the carrier. You will get a phone call. Um, and then you will get the policy. Uh, but as part of our service, we're also making sure that the policy you got is completely compliant with that, what we, with what Amazon requires. We make sure that you can upload it to the website. If you don't and you get any issues with that, we'll take care of it for you. Make sure that you get the policy that's correct. And if that doesn't work, we'll reimburse you for uh, for the money you paid. So when Working with us, you know, you get a full guarantee that the policy you get is the correct one and that Amazon accepts it. Awesome. That's very interesting. Um, because, you know, you want a good policy, but you also want the, the, the least expensive of the, the good policies. Yeah. And yeah. By, by providing data, you actually allow that scenario to happen. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some, some sellers also got a really high quote, like $10,000. And in this case, we also have solutions. Uh, we can help with pay-as-you-go model. We, we can help with find uh, financing solutions for policies if that's re required. Um, yeah, so we're all about ma making sure that you, you get what you actually need. So And um, while like right now you don't have to have one, 
Um, there's a lot of good reasons why to get one. You know, you get the free claims up to $1,000. Amazon takes care of it. It sounds a lot similar to, you know, some of the, uh, some of the, the mandates that we hear going around um, or vaccines, masks or whatever. Like, okay, if you have a vaccine, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. It's kind of like you don't have to have it like our business, like you don't have to have a vaccine, but um, we were just following, you know, policies. And if you didn't, then all of a sudden, like you have to wear a mask and like, but obviously a much less political scenario with, with insurance where like, you know, Amazon's not requiring insurance, but if you do, we'll cover you the first thousand dollars. Yeah, I will say that sometimes, uh, especially if you're selling something that's more on the risky side in a slightly more risky category, it may take time to find a carrier uh, that will issue policy for you. Uh, so I don't think that it's a good practice to wait until Amazon says, okay, it's mandatory from now and then try to yeah. get a policy. No, 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 uh, for sure. For you, sure. Want, you want to make sure that you're uh, ready I mean, in advance. We're months into Amazon talking about this. Uh, they started talking about it last September, um, yeah. even gave some, um, I think they've, I swear I've saw one email said like, okay, next 30 days. And then, then, then this happens. I don't know. Um, uh, pretty cool. Um, but like, I, I'm sure that, you know, I would love to, I was very happy to hear your team really is diving into a lot of different data points and, you know, to tell a story on Amazon. I'm always interested because, you know, I think I, there, there, there's even other applications to uh, to big data other than just insurance. I'm trying that with um, on the smart scout side of things, but um, that's really interesting. And you know, we're already halfway through the process to to get insurance for our private label. Um, I don't think it's going to break the bank. You know, one to two thousand um, dollars, and that's like an annual expense, right? Um, so very reasonable and the, the type of coverage you can get, you know, is, is really helpful. So, um, you guys also do offer other services. I, I mean, I should mention that, you know, you guys will using data, you're able to, uh, you, you co-fund buying inventory, and then you also have a suspension, uh, uh, service, a uh, suspension, uh, yeah. So um, you guys have been in the game for a little bit. You understand Amazon and, and how to serve Amazon sellers. Uh, and so very, but like a very data-driven approach. Yes. And we do believe that, you know, there's so many things, so many cool things to build for Amazon sellers. Uh, so many financial services are just not there. Uh, and there is a way to to build something really awesome for Amazon sellers that, that can take care of a lot of their, their pains and create a sustainable business for them. That's, you know, at the end of the day, that's what, what we're all about. Uh, talking to hundreds of sellers uh, on a daily basis and making sure that they get what they want. Um, and data is, is basically a great enabler for that. Uh, if you can tell the story of a customer through, through data, then you can do so many things for him. Um, um, here's an interesting idea. I don't know if you guys have thought about it, but like um, at some point, um, I wonder if you guys expose the data that you learn about a seller back to the seller. So we're like, okay, now I know how like algorithms see us. I can use this 
and, you know, do blah, you know, they could like, actually, it could be part of the conversation with, uh, in when they're talking to a broker and, uh, in terms of selling their business, it's just like an immediate profile of who they are. So, um, have you guys considered exposing your data? Of course, of course. Um, we're about all about bringing as much value to, the, to our customers okay. uh, and data, you know, you mentioned the suspension coverage. Uh, we want to make sure that our customers never get suspended. This is a top priority for us. If you think about, uh, you, you also mentioned partnering around the inventory. So if we're partnering with customers around inventory or around other things, we want to make sure that they're not suspended. We want to make sure that they have the proper insurance in place. Uh, and it's all about reflecting this to them, letting them, letting them know that something changed, letting them know that they should be aware of X, Y, or Z, letting them know about what's happening on their category, on whatever um, is going on on Amazon. Um, and we believe that, you know, creating value to, to our customers and celebrating Amazon sellers in general um, is good for everyone, for smart yeah. sales, for, for spot, for... All right, for well, sales. whenever you guys open up an API, send me an email. <laughs> All right. We'll do that. We'll definitely okay. do that. Uh, And uh, I mean... I, I, we, we pay a lot of money to APIs and I'm looking at another one. I'm like, okay, yes, I want more data. Um, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming and talking about it. Like a, a interesting situation, you know, Amazon was cutting some cotton, some, I saw like some, uh, you know, settlements of over a million dollars and like, you know, it, it was unclear whether Amazon actually did something wrong. Um, but, um, so it's kind of cool. It, it's interesting to see how this situation is, resolving i as a customer like the idea honestly that like you know pro more products are insured uh it makes the marketplace a little bit better a little bit more above board i i don't uh, let's see it's not necessarily a barrier to entry but you just like want people to be legitimate businesses that are selling on amazon you know you don't want uh some willy nilly people that like do something and then like, then they run away when, you know, things go bad. So um, I'm just trying to think through the lens of a customer, how they should think about this as well. So. I think it's great for them because it builds trust, you know, at the end of the day, they know that if something goes wrong, they can get their money or they can get uh, compensated for whatever damage is caused to them. Yep. Um, and I think that, you know, it builds, like I said, more trust, more trust with third party sellers. Um, and it's good. It's, it's good for everyone. Um, okay. Well, um, cool. Thank you so much Annette, for, uh, talking, uh, this through, um, it's spotme.com and very quick to get, uh, quotes. Uh, I will let you know that if you, when you sign up, you know, and you start getting your quotes, those insurance companies they they they're gonna give you a call to close the deal so um just so you know like how they fit in that situation but they're uh it's a really cool service and uh you should check it out um well thanks uh, uh, also if if anyone wants uh, more uh, information about insurance we have our blog part in our website you can read uh, more content there oh cool uh, yeah Cool. All right. Well, that uh, wraps up today's uh, podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe, share this to a friend that might need to hear about this issue. 
and uh, stay tuned for next week. Take care. One, two, three. Yeah.